0: of life, and uh, I personally have always been amazed uh, we have nothing much in common except this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I'm thankful that you brought us all together here, and I just pray your blessing on this day, I pray for your uh, compassion on those who are, are ill today, and uh, bring them back to us. Uh, if it would be your will, I just thank you. Uh, pray for your blessing again on this day in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Okay, yeah, let's see. Two hundred and twenty-four. Two hundred and twenty-four. No, not one five verses this would be good for me to get lost and forget how many verses i've sang <laughs> i'm doing good at that today i'm thankful <laughs> there's no video here <laughs> 224 no not one there's not a friend like the Holy jesus no not one no not
1: one God else can be among those souls is his No, not one, no, not one, Jesus. Love and cheer us.
2: being more physically involved in not physically and spiritually involved in God's work. Like me, evaluating me. And um, thinking about prayer and, you know, I've had in my life the erroneous view that uh, God's far wiser than me. He knows what needs to be done. You know, my prayers can be pretty selfish sometimes doesn't think about me, but the bigger stuff, and then he does. He's got that under control, of the bigger stuff. But sometimes I don't pray about the bigger stuff. Because it's like it's beyond me. Right? Uh, and then I get too focused on me. Like, where's the where's the division here? Too big, then there's me. You know, and that's a problem. And I would think about Noah, and you God will take care of it, right? Well, when they came to the flood, yeah, God was going to take care of the flood. Flood's coming, and that's how big God is. He can make the whole world flood. He can also suspend all those animals on logs and leaves and you know all those kinds of things, right? But that wasn't His plan. His plan was that this dude's going to do it. You know, it's going to take him hundred years to do this. Give me a break here, God. Can you speed this up? Can you a you know, hundred years? And it wouldn't happen without His involvement, right? You know, it's a little bit off topic from necessary, from necessarily prayer, but you know, things don't just happen. God's just not doing it all. I mean, He's doing it all, but it involves us, you know. So, and my eyes are watering because I got dirt in them yesterday. So that's my excuse. You guys know me better than that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not a kidding misty eyed, huh? Yeah. I, mean, you know, I really am taking through out of my eyeballs. Maybe I'll mention that, but it kind of goes along with what I just said. Um, and and I wrote this before yesterday, and, and I'm not even gonna read my notes so an example things, but, um, you know I, I I as you know I'm addicted to cars and and I, I I fell off the wagon and I, and I did a bad thing and I, I bought another car. <laughs> and it was it's an hour and a half away from home, but I was going to go, I had to go up there for work. So, hey, God has got this aligned. <laughs> I get my gas paid, I get mileage, I get a motel room. All I've got to do is sneak my trailer on up there behind my truck and I'm coming home. Hey, it's a win win. <laughs> I came home without the car last weekend because it was so stubborn. This thing's glued in the ground. Flat tires, hey, we all can resolve that. I'm sorry, I'm going off my hand. But uh, brakes rusted up solid. So, anyway, to get to the point, I had a plan yesterday. And uh, it woke my rear end yesterday. And here I am. Every at every turn, like a stubborn mule. And you guys who deal with livestock. I mean I just know it from TV. But stubborn as stubborn can be. I mean this Cynthia was a little bit of a witness of this. Uh, yeah. So I'm underneath this thing and having a beef beat on it. <laughs> and and rust and dirt. You know, take a red, you know, one of those disposable cups, and just pour rust and dirt on the side, yeah. fill your ear with that. You know. And I had a moment where I was just like, I'm getting too old for this. And I'm thinking, As, are my actions aligned with what God wanted me to do today? You know, is this really what he wanted me to do today? Is this really being productive towards his goals? So, a little bit of an illustration and that wasn't going to be part of my notes today, but like I said, I've been kind of wrestling with this idea of Noah. And, and, and that's where I got the rust in my eyeballs. My eyeballs are literally filled with dirt and rust. I mean, I'm picking it out today. So, but um, I'm just going to read a little bit out of Joshua for just a moment. And, and it. you don't have to go there. I'm just going to read it. Pretty quick, and you'll know what I'm going to read here because it has everything to do with prayer. Uh, It says, Then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the sons of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, O sun, stand still at Gibeon, and O moon in the valley of Isalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped until the nation avenged themselves of their enemies. So when we pray in our prayers, are, you know, we well, you know, my, my prayer, my prayer. being you know, Well, how well are your prayers aligned with what God needs to be done right now? You it wait till tomorrow? You know, could this wait till tomorrow? This wasn't going to wait till tomorrow. You know, the prayer is that this would, the, the battle could, could be maintained, could be sustained for further time. To get the job done and and i know that that what i'm t- talking about today can seem a little bit outside the norm but from the scriptural standpoint you know all things are possible with god and i'm i've wrestled with this passage right here trying to figure out well i know how the earth and the sun work and if you're going to put the screech and halt on the rotation of the earth you're going to have some problems <laughs> so I'm not, I don't know how this works, but I do can tell you that we know from scripture that God is light. And we know that when Moses asked to see God's face, God said he can't see me and live. So he had him hide in the rocks. And then as he passed by, God put his hand out. And even that gave Moses a sunburn. You know, so if you don't think that God can't shine his glory... And and light up a battlefield, you know. I mean, very, very possible. Um, So, anyway, uh, what I just wanted to think about is, is you know, uh, and Jeff was Jeff really led led into this too. It's the same kind of thing. You know, what, how are how are we staying active? How are we aligned with God's world? You know, what are we doing to be mindful day after day about our activities and and walking upright? uh, you know, being the people God wants us to be, so that uh, you're, we're good examples, and as things get hairier, people are wondering what's with these folks who aren't freaked out because you know that's kind of where it's at. I mean, uh, when you know you've won, won and you've got victory, you know, things can get stressful, we can have our breaking points at, at times, we're human, but. Anyway, with that, Andrew do it. we've got. I appreciate your help. So, let's see. Bill um, Bill says, please pray for for my health as I am very sick right now. Uh, Pray for my ongoing Bible studies. Pray for my new Bible studies with Matt Betson and Ray Kendrick. Both of them want to know the world to become Christian. Uh, Mike Ferguson... Uh, pray, pray for Thanksgiving. Jared and Laura Adams are now in Texas with us, helping to build the kingdom. Uh, Jamie, uh, I am having shoulder surgery on Monday, October thirty-first. Please pray for a successful surgery and, and healing. Uh, pray for the upcoming elections. God's uh, people will vote through faith and uh, God's rule will be done. Prayer for physical and spiritual healing in the body. Uh, pray for one to get get well and get better quickly. Pray the saints to have the strength Thank to rejoice All right. Uh, let's pray. Oh, we're so thankful. This day when we come together, brothers and sisters, it's always great to have the support and, uh, and the kindred spirits to, to uh, share our victories and our sorrows, and, and uh, uh, really to, to build one another up. We're so thankful for this opportunity to come and share our concerns with you. To, to speak of, of some folks that aren't, aren't well, or particularly don't and share. And, and then Jamie is going in for surgery, soon, We certainly want the wisdom and, and healing and in the case of surgery and, of course, of the, of the illnesses. We certainly would like to get Sharon and Bill back and those, those of, of support and our body. We're so thankful for all we have. We're thankful for the encouragement we have from one another. And uh, it's great for We'd be mindful to prepare for you know, the proper work ahead of us. Pray this of Jesus. Thank you. Number
0: 222. I shouldn't say, My Redeemer. I'm still, profit on drywall. <laughs> drywall, but I, I was telling somebody this morning no matter how much they cleaned, I literally walked around with a feather duster and dusted off all the songbooks. I see white powder on the songbooks this morning when I walk in. So, must still be. I don't know, man, when we kick the furnace on it, just started blowing everywhere. Who knows? But, Anyway, progress is being made. <laughs> okay, number 222, My
1: Redeemer. <laughs> ah, I'll start. Uh, I will sing of My Redeemer, and this one is one to me. All the summer, from the cruel cross he suffered, from the curse.
3: Yeah, keep it up. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. I thought maybe Jeff was actually going to read this this morning, but like he said, there are a lot of passages about what he was talking about this morning. And I did record the message, so hopefully Brad can extract that and get that up on the podcast soon for those who didn't to hear it. So, but Jeff's been talking about growing our faith and being in the Word. And today, Eric and Jeff and I did not talk, but evidently we all landed on the same subject again, which we tend to do around here, but you know that's God leading us there. But he asked, what are you going to do with the Word that you've been given, with the life you've been given? Are you just going to sit on it? Are you going to go back to the ways of what you were doing before? Are you going to actually dig into the word and learn who you are in Christ Jesus and go out and share with the world what he's done for you? We are the ministers of reconciliation. Jeff was sharing that passage this morning. We're his ambassadors. We represent him. So how are we going to live our lives? Jeff did read the passage through verse 9 here about Apollos watering and Paul planning and the God causing the growth. But I want to pick it up in verse 10 here. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder, I laid a foundation and another is building upon it. And of course this is Paul speaking. But let each man be careful how he builds upon it. For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man builds upon the foundation with with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident, for the day will show it, because it is to be revealed with fire. The fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built upon it remains, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved yet so as through fire do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you if any man destroys the temple of God God will destroy him for the temple of God is holy and that is what you are you are holy so Christ has given us the blueprint he's given us the instruction manual on how to build He's given us the example when he came to this earth and lived the perfect life Sacrificing himself on the cross for each and every one of us We have the blueprint of how to build so like Jeff was asking this morning, how are you going to build? And I'm asking that too. How are we going to build we need to be wise master builders We need to be building upon the foundation of Christ Jesus not upon the sand I, I'm a mechanical engineer. So if, You know if you build a building and it doesn't have proper foundation What's going to happen? It's going to fall down around there around around the systems that are inside We have to be building properly. We have to be in his word and We need to realize that we don't need to do it alone. We are his temple he's put his spirit within us to help us to guide us lead us. And how are we going to learn how the Spirit is leading us? Again, we need to be in the Word. and We need to be putting the Word in our hearts, as Deuteronomy 6, 4-9 says. We need to be writing it upon the tablets of our heart. We also need to remember that we are the temple of God. We are where His Spirit dwells. And it says here, again, in verse 17, If any man destroys the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy, and that is what you are. If you are in Christ, God's made you holy. You're his vessel, you're his temple, you're the one that represents him. So as we go forth into the world, I want us to remember who we are in Christ, and who we represent that we would be in his word learning how to build as a white master builder and show him to the world around us.
4: Heavenly Father, we are very thankful, Father, for just another great day that uh, you have blessed us with, Father. So look forward to the first day of the week to gather together with uh, brothers and sisters, Father, and truly uh, celebrate uh, Jesus, you know, as as we all kind of struggle through our own lives and continue to to fight through, Father, we we think of Jesus. You know, He truly uh, set that example for us. What an amazing life, Father, as we've talked about before, you know, uh, the, the sin-free life that sometimes we just kind of gloss over in a, in a in a sentence, you know. Wow, the the battle he fought every day uh, to not sin, uh, to, to, to never have sin, Father. And we're just so thankful for him, for his example, for his sacrifice. And it wasn't just some angel or or some creation that you brought. It was it was your son, your only begotten Son, that you were willing to sacrifice uh, for us. And he was willing to to come, Father, and to live that perfect life give himself completely, so that we might, Father, we might uh, have life uh, through him. So we're just so thankful to be here, to celebrate him, to lift him up. We just ask you to bless this loaf, which represents his body that was crushed, uh, Father, for our sins, for our iniquities, for the things that, that we have done. I'm so thankful that he was willing uh, to go through um, all of that, uh, Father, for us, and to, again, give us that opportunity to make it to heaven through him. We love you and praise you. It's the name of King Jesus that we.
3: Father in heaven, again we are so grateful for the word and for what your son was willing to do for us, Father, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He lived the perfect life, as Mr. Bragg was talking about, Brian was talking about. And Father, I just pray that we would recognize what he truly did, the battles that he did face, and the foundation that he laid while he was upon the earth for us to build upon. I pray that we would be wise master builders, that we would be in your word daily. That we would grow our faith through your word that we would grow our faith by living for you each and every day that we would go forth That as your son did that we would seek and save that which is lost that we would be willing to lay down our lives and give up the things of importance to us for the sake of those around us so that others may come to a saving knowledge of your son jesus just so grateful for what you have done for us and father i just pray that we would Continue to be in your word to comprehend what you truly did for us each and every day and that we would share that with those around us. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.
4: Well good morning everybody. Good, morning. good to see everybody this morning. Yes, you have the better looking bald guy this morning. <laughs> Woo! You can tell Bill out if you like. So there you go. Although he's not really technically bald, right? Like he's still got a little bit of hair. So he's still he's still fighting. He hasn't figured it out yet. Okay. Wow, we got lots of words in the curtain. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, Couple of boards for the Pumpkin Spice Holiday Bazaar. We have the cake block, uh, sign up. Um, as well as uh, anybody bring really baked goods. So um, we'll start over here uh, with that. There you go, make sure your name's on there, okay. <laughs> no, no pressure at all. So uh, yes, I will not be baking anything, so don't worry about that. Uh, so, so let's see, right, let's go to announcements first. I'll do that. Hold on, buddy. Thanks for being up here. I appreciate it. Okay, so, um, so the evening assembly tonight has been canceled. Um, I think we're just out of people to, to do it. I have to go to work tonight, so otherwise I, would, I would probably cover that as well. But um, Just not anybody available tonight to do that. So uh, our evening assembly uh, is canceled. We have our fellowship dinner uh, on the uh, 19th. At uh, 7 p.m., of course, this, the Pumpkin Spice Bazaar is November 5th, um, and uh, Daylight Savings Time ends uh, on November 6th. So remember to set your clocks back. back. See it's fall back. Of, back. back, right? So yeah. uh, don't don't forget that. So set your clocks back. Uh, we also have our Thanksgiving dinner planned uh, for November 16th at uh, 7 p.m. So. Um, A couple other things, we have two meetings uh, after next uh, Sunday morning assembly, Um, that's a special men's meeting that will be taking place, uh, as well as uh, the Pumpkin Spice Bazaar meeting, which I think is going to be downstairs. Um, I don't know if that's correct. Uh, You know, where? It's it's fine. (laughs) It's Um, somewhere. uh, You guys guys can meet. So, um, the other thing is we have... Uh, family pictures, Jamie says, family pictures uh, are going to be taken today uh, outside uh, after assembly. So she's available out there uh, if you guys want any family pictures. We'll do the next couple Sundays. Taken. Okay, so there you go. So today, next you Sunday, you and probably until. You know, I didn't dress up today, so I don't know if I can get my pictures. <laughs> so Jeff called me today and I uh, uh, answered the phone like yeah, I'm just doing my hair. You know, I'm getting ready, get ready to go. So. Which I was, I'm, technically I was. I was shaving my head so I was doing my hair. You know, like some of you. Uh, anyway, okay. Any other announcements that um, that we have going on that I might have missed? Okay, perfect.
3: Elijah's birthday.
4: Um, so this one is for Mr. Kendrick, who is not here, um, I, who was there for Sunday evening to listen to Darren's message. So, so few. Um, I, haven't, I haven't checked it yet. I'm assuming it's recorded. It's probably on our on the podcast. It's not. You know, no, it
3: wasn't. Bill recorded on his personal one again.
4: <laughs> okay. All
3: right. So anyway. Uh, oh no, no, was, it wasn't uh, recorded at all. I'm, I'm sorry.
4: The, the Darren Mulvey. <laughs> The message shared Sunday evening uh, was very insightful. We challenged to see the verses in a new way. Um, your love for our Savior's shows. We you to be richly blessed in your spiritual journey. So that's awesome. So, oh, I did. Wow. Well, we'll get to that after the. i got to say the best for last. Well, I didn't forget you, Elijah. What are you talking about? <laughs> so we'll do it. We'll continue with the encouragement, and then we'll sing happy birthday. Um, to Elijah. So, uh, so this is for the uh, Puzzle Church Christ. Christ. Uh, for the last few weeks, I was able to tell my family in California, Tennessee, and Texas that I have a church family. A family that encouraged me to trust and obey, which feels absolutely possible until you're surrounded by a body of believers that are doing exactly that. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus. Thank you for all the encouragement. I'm going to say there. Um, so thank you. Uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick, I like listening to you preach the word of God. I wonder where that's from. <laughs> Braxton. Um, there you go, This camera. Thank you for being a wonderful teacher uh, and including me in Sunday school. I was from Lexi. That's Aww. awesome. So there you go, there's that. Um, Mr. Weibert. I super appreciate your joy and sense of humor. Uh, especially early on Sunday morning. It's great being able to praise God uh, in song with you. There you go, Mr. Wyvern. Uh Jeff Sharon, thank you for your tireless efforts, your patience with me, uh, and, uh as we have spent uh, the entire Sunday. Let's give it up for those two. Uh, A lot of work they've been putting in, you know, and just with really just them, you know, those those two just here, right? And the only one who knows is them and, and God, for the most part. I uh, really appreciate you guys' work. Jeff D., so. um, thanks you for your faithfulness and constant encouragement. Absolutely. Mr. D., trust me, Mr. D. Um, Mr. Johnson, your message was awesome. I think we have another one. Uh, Mr. Johnson, I like listening to you speak God's Word. And that's from uh, Matthew from Talk. There you go. So anyway, let's give it up for a minute. Elijah, how old are you? Going to be? Who's <laughs> 21st? He's 18. Yeah. All things change now. I'm bringing you off, since you're 18, set of rules, <laughs> the first, not that we have to worry about that for life. wow, I can't believe that, that's crazy, 18 years old. I can't believe it. I don't know you, I do I'm older than you. Than you. you before, never mind. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, happy birthday in a few days, and I'm glad you're here, so let's say happy birthday to your life. Happy birthday
1: to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Hey, all right. Yes,
4: that'd be cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. How old, see, how old was he? Like three? He no. Yeah, yeah. So, All right. Well, we're proud of the man you're growing into. So, and you at, at Jerry's, right? McDonald's. McDonald's, that's right. Okay. So, all right. All right, so, without anything else, something else I might have missed? Nobody? Okay, perfect. All right. Well, let's move on to the message Dad, I think it's definitely a, a theme, it's, it's, as, as as Scott says. Yes. Uh, you know, God God lines these things out. Like, you know, we don't we don't call each other. We don't mm-hmm. talk about um, you know the messages we're gonna we're gonna bring um, but obviously you know God has got something in mind here well so whats what's interesting is you know like most like most guys uh, here it's you know when I, when I when I get these messages it's stuff that I'm trying to work on in my life right it's inspired me to dig into the scriptures and, and try to find out you know what I need to, to you know fix myself basically right um, and so uh, this, the title, look I got a title. This, I, mean, I got a title of the sermon. Right? It's kind of weird. it's not three points, but you know, that's a title. get your mind right. Right? Get your mind right. Um, I used to do these workouts you know, uh, watching this one guy I just need to get back into the really, really good workouts. Um, but it always say that, like before a tough tough workout, it'd be like, you know, kind of warming up is like get your mind right. Right, because this is gonna hurt. So you better be prepared, right? So get your mind right to, to get it. And it's, it's the same thing with us spiritually, right? Get your mind right. Get your mind right. And if I didn't do some of those workouts for a couple days and try to get back into it, guess what? Oh, no, it's painful. It gets more painful as you get older. You know? But get your mind right. Right? You also, I think of my wife and Cynthia when he says, drink your water, people. Drink your water. Drink your water. But get your mind right. Right? So we're talking about sacrifice and service, right? This has been brought out uh, all morning long, you know, about being like Jesus, about sacrificing and the service, right? And God says that it starts with the household of God, yep. right? It starts with the church, right? Now I would say that it starts at home with your family first, you know, but ultimately it begins here um, when we're talking about sacrificing for others besides your own family, it's, it's here in... In the church. Sacrifice in Greek is 2380 means to offer or sacrifice. In the Websters, um, the sacrifice is the act of giving up, destroying, permitting injury to, or forgoing something valued for the sake of something else, having a more pressing claim. So when we talk about sacrificing, right? Something valued for the sake of something else, having a more pressing claim. In other words, making someone or something more important than yourself, or something that you want to do, right? Valuing others before before us. You know, the boys, we were all uh, reading Acts the other morning, and uh, talking about those when when the church was first established, and they were just what? They were selling everything. They were giving everything up, right? And just and just they said they just laid at the apostles' feet. Like, look, we just sold this. Talked about Barnabas, right? Had a big piece of land, sells a piece of land, just gives the money to the apostles. Like here. People people need this more than I do,
1: mm-hmm.
4: right? I I think about you know this is part of my you know get my mind right. You know I um, my grandmother passed away recently and and uh, she left the, the the pickup to me. And I knew this long ago. Like when she bought it in 1999, you know she had told me she had put my name uh, on the title because I was my grandpa had passed away in '93, so I was down there all the time working. Uh, she had two acres down at Coddard Grove. I was just going down there working, you know, because that was what we do take care of your family. And she was always trying to pay me. Like, to the point where I had to walk my truck when I got down there. She, <laughs> she'd call me, you know, when I get home. She's like, hey, there's $100 in your glove box. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> so, but the funny thing was, she didn't lock her purse the next day I went down there. <laughs> because $100 went right back in her purse, you know. Um, so she, you know, she was always wanting to do stuff for me, you know, she was thankful. You know, so she put my name on that, on that truck and bless her heart, she, she lived to be hundred years old. You know, um, you know, she, she passed away. So, you know, I got the truck and, and, uh, that, I'm sitting thinking about it. I put a lot of money into that truck to get it kind of up to speed. And, um, you know, I'm using it to, to spend time in the, in the woods. And that's one thing we did together. Um, we did a lot of hunting together. You know and uh i was thinking about like as i hear you know some some needs and some other things i'm like am i willing to am i willing to give up that truck and i'm thinking about this i'm driving up in the mountains yesterday you know i'm thinking about that and would i be willing to you know to, to sell this as barnabas did his piece of land knowing what it meant to me if if i knew that somebody had a need like selling that truck was going to be able to 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 make enough money to help somebody that really needed. It. Am I there? Is is my mind right that I that I'd be able to do that? And I'm sitting there fighting with myself, you know, on the way up driving yesterday. I, I don't know if I am. I can't answer that truth that I can't say yes. I would do that. So I got I got to continue to work on, on getting my mind right. And that doesn't mean that we just can't we can't have nice things and take care of our things and 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 do that, but. But are we willing to, to sacrifice those things when, when some of these needs are more important than having that having that trust Anyway, we're going to start in Hebrews. Before we do, let's pray. The Heavenly Father, we're very thankful, Father, for just, a, again, another day that uh, you have blessed us with. And, and we're so thankful for Jesus and his example, Father, His his, his life of sacrifice, his life of service. Father, always... Always thinking about somebody else, never thinking about himself. You know, even in the garden, where we know that he was, you know, stressed to the point where he was uh, sweating drops of blood, uh, Father. Yet he knew that was your will, and he set his face like Flint and he went. Thinking about you, thinking about others, really thinking about the entire world, because if he failed, heaven was going to be an empty place. And so we're so thankful for him, for example, Father, for your willingness uh, to give, and only begotten Son. So as we, as we talk about sacrifice and service, we need to look to Jesus, you know, and follow his example as we sacrifice, brothers. Just pray for a blessing upon us. And, uh, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, and we're going to begin there, right? In Hebrews chapter 9. In Hebrews chapter 9, we're going we're to gonna kind of see, you know, uh, there in, in, uh, in Jesus. Uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 24, it says, for Christ did not enter a holy place made by hands in your copy of the true one, but into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor was it that he would offer himself often as a high priest in the holy place year by year with blood that is not his own. Otherwise, he would have needed to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once, at the consummation of the ages, he's been revealed be to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it's destined for people to die once, and after this comes judgment, so Christ also having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time for salvation, without reference to sin, to those who eagerly await him. So he sacrificed himself, completely, to the point of death, to the point of horrible death on the cross. Crucifixion, horrible way to die. We've talked about that numerous times willing to do that for who for those and this is kind of the other point I want to make it those who eagerly await Mm -hmm. do you eagerly await the coming of Jesus or do you like sometimes me not today Lord because I'm not sure I'm going to be on the right side right Mm -hmm. the struggle is real Yes, there's grace. Yes, there's forgiveness. But where's your mom? Now I am thankful that God knows my heart. He knows your heart. Because sometimes what comes out on the outside is really not as what is in the inside. But God knows it's my heart. But whose fault is that? Well, it's God's fault. He didn't prepare me. He's not doing the right things. <laughs> you know what drives me nuts is when. And you might disagree with me. Uh, you know when when you know like you know. Pray, pray for, pray for patience. God, God, help me, help me be more patient, man. God, uh, can you just can you help me do that? Well, hasn't God already done everything he needs to do for you?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Has he not given the example of his son? Has he not sacrificed his own son? Has he not given you the word? given you the power of the Holy Spirit? Who, who is it up to at this point? Yeah. It's up to us. Life is nothing but choices that we make. God gives us free will. We get to choose these things. We get to choose what we do, what we say, how we act, what we spend our money on, what we're listening to. That's that's up to us. Where's your mind? You got your mind right? Because if you don't, you're going to be spending that on on stuff or spending time with other things, and you're not going to be focused on God. And it doesn't take long, just like those workouts. You go two days without working out. Boy, it's hard to get back into it. You go a couple days without, without reading, without praying, without doing the things that, that God asked you to do, guess what? It's hard to get back into it. And then when you don't get back into it, guess what? You just fall away. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So talking about assemblies, right? I know how much time it takes to prepare a lot of this stuff. Guys like Jeff, I'm sure it takes... 10 times longer because he's much more thoughtful than I am. He's a much more deep thinker than I am. So, is, so's is Bill, so is others, these, these men are preparing messages. Why are we not showing up to listen? Why, why are we not, why are we not it's just like, well, I gotta, I gotta need an extra hour of sleep. I need to, I need to do this. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty I'm I'm just saying that's part of getting your mind right. Part of getting to your mind right is saying, you know what, I'm going to get up that hour and a half earlier and I'm going to get there for adult Bible class. I'm going to get there for, for Wednesday Assembly. And, I, and I'm and i as guilty as anybody. There's nice when I'm not working on, on a Wednesday night and, and my wife has tried very gently, very kindly, as, as a good helpmate does, like, hey, we should probably go to Wednesday Night Assembly when you're not working. Yeah, you're right. I want to sit down because I'm sick of people. Well, wait a minute, I'm not sick of my people. Right? right? I need my people. And yes, you're my people. We need that time. Mm-hmm. We need to be inspired. We we need to sit. That's, that's putting spiritual things first. It's saying, you know what? There's nothing more important I have to go than you know, being encouraged, hanging out with my brethren, and getting my mind right by being there on Wednesday nights by being here for Sunday morning in adult Bible class. And I get it. There's times you can't. There's there's for about four weeks. You know, in a row, you don't see me. Why? Because I have to work. And of course I need to sleep. Which I didn't have to, honestly. But I do. And As I get older, I need a little more. And, that, and I get that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this the complete life. I just don't want And and I'm not judging you. Don't get me wrong. I said I'm 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 probably the worst one of the bunch, right? But it's about getting our mind right. You know, you know what? What is the most important thing for me? Because I can't I can't work on the on the splinter in somebody else's eye when I got the log stuck in mine, right? I got I got to be right, so I can help. So I can help others. It's not about me. It's about making myself right, so I can go what? help others right and that, and that's what about the sacrifice and service jesus jesus set that example for us we're called to walk in his footsteps mm-hmm. right and the way he sacrificed that's how we're supposed to walk i got a long ways to go that's why i started working on this i gotta get my mind right and we all have struggles we all have things that we're going through right I can I can tell you you know a dozen things that have happened in the last few months that have just been hammer, 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 right? Like from all sides. And yet, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I may have failed for a day or two, you know, been a, been, been a little mad, but then realized well people are watching, right? I need to be that example. I need to get my I need to get my mind right. I need to be like Jesus. Think about what he went through. Think about that. He was tempted in all things as we are. Everything that we have been tempted in, every single one of us, he was tempted in those things and yet without sin, right? He endured. Why? Because his mind was right. Right? God talks about cleansing what? The inside of the cup. It's got to start from the inside, it's got to start from the mind and the heart. And then it will be seen on the outside. You'll start making those right decisions, you start making those right choices. You'll say those right words. You'll be willing to help, but it all starts. You got to get. You got to get your mind right. Let's go to Romans chapter twelve. You guys left me a lot of time today, too. Huh? <gasps> yeah, look out! All right. <laughs> Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, what? By the renewing of your mind, so you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Right? Do not be conformed to this world. You have to be transformed. Right? Because it's so easy. It's so easy to get sucked into this world and and to forget who we are in christ right so why the renewing so you'll prove what the will of god is how do we prove that by telling people that we're christians that's saying hey i'm i'm a believer in god you're going to hell if you're not is that how we do it no the guys screaming on the street corner. I tell you, they keep doing it. You know, they're saying the right stuff. Really? I'm listening. I sit there, listening to them. You know, I'm like, man, there's, they're saying the right stuff. But, I mean, we get people calling and complaining about them. You think it's working? It's not working. You know, they can't scream from a megaphone on a street corner. It doesn't work. It has to be seen, right? We should never have to tell people that we're Christians. We shouldn't have to. They should see it and hear it in our lives. They should know that we're different. And I, I hope you've been asked. I praise God that I've been asked. Now why don't you want to just thump that guy right now? Well, I used to. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe did it in my mind. Yeah. You know. But that's not who I am anymore. And and some of that stuff still comes in? Sure it does, but then what? Because my mind's right, it, it's gone pretty quick. Might still come in, but it's gone. Gotta get our mind right. Transforming that mind. Go back to Hebrews, Hebrews 13. Why was Jesus so successful successful? Because he was God's son? But wasn't he a man in every way? Mm-hmm. A human being here on earth? Got tired. He got sick. Did he get angry sometimes? Sure, he did. Why was he so successful? Because he had his mind right. Man, think about that. I, I, I and I've said this before. Like he wants to get in the boat. He wants to go off on his own. He wants to pray. Probably get a little rest too. You know, a little peace and quiet is nice. You know, and entire cities, entire cities came to him. Mm-hmm. And even the apostles were like, Time to go away. You know, because I'm sure they were tired, too. Like, they're tired of these people. You know? <laughs> Jesus is like, nope. Bring you in. Every single one, right? Healing those, teaching, sacrificing. He had his mind right. He was thinking about others all the time. Beginning of verse 15. Hebrews 13, beginning in verse 15, it says, Through him thou hast continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips praising his name. You do not neglect doing good and sharing with such sacrifice. God is pleased. Are we not all about pleasing God? Right? Now, guarantee, he looks down here on this earth. Did he create every single person on this earth? He did. Right? And, and as Jeff said today, every person has a soul. We need to start looking at people as those with souls, not just on the physical outside. Because he said it. And and Mitch sitting next to him knows it, and so do I. That the people that, that we've seen on the outside, they're like, oh my goodness, there's there's no way. If we look at them from the uh, physical outside appearance. But if we look at him as a soul, it's completely different. When you talk to people, these some of these some of these guys and gals have never they have no they have no value. When you give them just a little bit of value, you know, talk to them like they're a human being and let them know that they're worth something. You know, I showed up before, I'm on a stop at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I hear, BRAG! from the dark. I'm like, who is yelling my name? <laughs> you know, looking around like, who? What in the world? You know? And
3: then I finally see somebody
4: in the side BRAG! it Then a week. And then I encouraged him, I mean, he was sitting in the back of my car, that he had worth, and that he could do it, that he could stop doing drugs. That, a lot of these guys, guys have kids that, that, they, that they don't see anymore. They want to, but they don't. So I use that, right? Hey, it's been a week. So proud that it's been a week. That's awesome. I'm like, good job. The driver's like, what are you doing before? I'm not yelling you. And then I'm like, this whole You know. But still, like, just, just that, right? Just just letting somebody know they have work and taking the time. Now, granted, that dude had nowhere to go with in the back in my car. He had to sit there and listen to me. Right? And Jeff helped me with that. Jeff wasn't the one to help me with that. See, it's brothers helping brothers, brothers helping sisters, sisters helping sisters. It's helping each other. If you saw that I was struggling with some of that stuff, he's like, I can't go nowhere. Why do talk to him? That's a good point. You know? Start to encourage encourage these people that have the hope. And this is not them. There's so many people in the entire world, really, right? No hope. We have the hope that we can share. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2. Beginning in verse uh, 17. Well, first, let's, let's start at 14 because the last time I was up here, I kind of started here and this kind of goes along with the theme of living Christ, right? Like do all things without complaining or arguments or grumbling or disputing or whining and snibbling. Right? Okay, may I okay, I may added that, but, but that's it, right? Do all things. It says do all things without doing any of that. So what? You will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent, children of God, above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. That's true. You know, it was crooked and perverse back in Jesus' day, too. And before Jesus' day, it was crooked and perverse. It's just a lot easier now, I think, to be crooked and perverse. But it's still the same same garbage is going on. But we can what? We can prove ourselves blameless and innocent, right? Among whom you appear as lights in the world, rather stars in the sky. Holding firmly, firmly the word of life. So in the day of Christ, I can take pride because I did not run in vain, nor labor in vain. But even if I am being poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I rejoice and share my joy with you all. You too, I urge you, urge you, rejoice in the same way, and share your joy with with me. Right? We know Paul Paul, Paul was was poured out all the time, right? But who was he focused on? Focus on Jesus, right? You're talking about a man that was killing Christians, turning into one of the greatest apostles. Right? Talk about getting his mind right. But he's joyful over the sacrifice and service. Right? Are we joyful over the sacrifice and service? So we can still sacrifice. We can still be there and do things for others. But what what are we are we gonna be grumbling inside? Yeah, I really don't want to be here, but Brian right, said so I had to be. So <laughs> yeah. God does want you. Oh wait, God knows your heart. Right? What are we doing? Right? Are we happy in the in the sacrifice and service? Okay, are we are we are we okay with, with getting a little bit less sleep sometimes to be here to be encouraged? And to encourage others. I'm encouraged by you just being here. You understand that? Mm-hmm. I hope you understand that. It's very encouraging. Right? And so 2 Peter 3.12, you don't have to go there. 3.12 tells us that what? That we can hasten the day coming of the Lord. Why don't we do that? Right? It's the matrix. God talks about the matrix being built. That's living souls. Put in that matrix right? And if we can build that matrix, then here it comes. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? Do we have our mind right? How often do you encourage Bill Sharon? This a weekly, this a monthly, and Sharon? Is it weekly? Is it monthly? Then once a year on some, some day you decide to do it. You think about that living matrix. You said it. Mechanical engineering. You start, or or even yet, who played? Who's ever played Jenga? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't the kids always take the bottom ones? You want it to fall can you, apart. Can you not just take one off the top? You know, well, why? Because because I, I don't want the, I want to play. I don't want the thing to fall apart. You start talking about that living matrix, right? When you start plucking out those that are in the foundation, those that are in the bottom of that, mm-hmm. how many more are going to get shaken out? Bill said last week. What if he just went, I'm done. Out. Years ago, right? Where would any of us be? Not here. You don't think the devil works on those that are leading the church bodies? Especially yes. those that are leading correctly, according oh, to man. God's word? Mm-hmm. You don't think he's being hammered all the time? You know what his love language is? Anybody? Encouraging words. Encouraging words. How much can we build that man up just by sending a text message, a telephone call, a good job, the back, whatever? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's—I'm talking about me. This is me getting my mind right because I was asking myself that question: How much have I done that for him? How much has he done for me? Without him, and he gives the credit to Jesus, which which is appropriate. But without him living a life, willing to sacrifice and teach me about, about Jesus, where would I be? We need to think about each other. And, and the challenges that each one of us is going through. And to think about that. That as a leader of the church, he's the one getting hammered. You don't think that Sharon's getting hammered right along with him?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: You don't think if, if the devil thinks that he can split that 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 partnership up, that marriage up, that he's got a both and a whole bunch of us with him? You ever think about that? Mm-hmm. I think about that. Why would he not hammer Sharon just as hard as he's hammering Bill? Because if she's not there for him, that makes him weaker, and if he can if he can throw a wedge in there. In their relationship, I'm just thankful you listen to it, man. They're strong. And that's why. Good luck, devil. But they need that encouragement. You gotta think about that when when we're when we're thinking about others, how how we can best serve them. Right? Sending Bill Flowers isn't gonna be the answer. Right? <laughs> right? He doesn't want a dozen roses. But a note, a text message, or a phone call would do that man such great things, man. It's just... just, And that's that's me speaking because I haven't been doing that for him. We need to do it for each other. We can hasten the coming of the Lord. In Philippians chapter 4, still here, just flip over a page. Beginning in verse eighteen, it says, "But I have received everything in full, and have an abundance. I am amply supplied. I have received from Epaphroditus what well, you have sent—a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus." Paul's like, "Hey, thanks for for helping me out. Right? And they're sacrificing. They're sending him money. They're helping him. Right? I am mm-hmm. amply supplied." A fragrant Roman acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Right? We talked about those, you know, like, like Barnabas, all those that were just selling all their stuff and just be like, here, we got to have the right heart, right? Because is a couple that didn't have the right heart. All they had to do was be honest. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe yep. We took about 10% out for ourselves, but we gave the rest. This is the full price. Oh yeah, this is the full price. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what just happened? That knows a heart, right? If we're gonna give, if we're gonna sacrifice. It should be from a cheerful heart, God says, right? It shouldn't be a, a have to. It should be I want to. You know, that's. And that's this, that's time, that's energy, that's trucks, that's mm-hmm. trailers. That's a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Sacrifice. I'm like, okay. So I'm going my truck. It's good, Brian. Good job. I'm going Rex. Oh, Rex. Am I okay with that? <laughs> this is what goes on in my mind. I'm sorry, you know? But it's a battle, right? It's the battle, and that and that's that's what we're talking about. That flesh versus spirit battle. Am I okay with that? Is my mind right? Am I am I of you know the spiritual mindset that I'm totally okay with that? I've got some work to do, obviously. But you know what? I recognize it, and that's the key. Is recognizing that when you have an issue, and then you, it's up to you to fix it. Use the tools that God has given you. Use His word. Use the examples He's given us. And most importantly, use the power of the Holy Spirit. We have no idea what we have dwelling inside of us. I don't think. We're really understood. And it's hard to wrap your mind around. As I was praying yesterday, driving up to the mountains, you know, I'm like, God, people think I'm a nutball because I'm just talking to the air. (laughs) Right? You get that all the time. Who are you talking to? Talking to God. Have you ever seen him? Oh, I see him every day. No, have you actually physically seen him? No, I die. You brought that up, right? (laughs) People think we're kind of weird sometimes. Until their life falls apart. Mm -hmm. And then when you've been living that example and being that steadfast Christian, then they know who to turn to. How important is our life, brethren, and the sacrifice uh, that we make. Let's go to First Peter chapter two. I'll make you endure the rest of the seventeen scriptures that I have. First <laughs> Peter two verses four and five says, "Right, and coming to Him as to a living stone, which has been rejected by people, but is choice and precious in the sight of God. You also, you also, as living stones." are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Amen. You too are being built up. Yep. We are being built up to offer those spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus. I want to go to, we'll finish in Matthew 25. There's a bunch more there, but maybe that'll be another day. Matthew 25, of course, beginning in verse 31. Right? But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. And all the nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate them from one another, just as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. And the king will say to those on his right, Come! You are blessed of my Father. Herod the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Naked, you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. When? And the righteous answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when do we see you as a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? And when do we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say, truly I see you to the extent that you did it for one of the least of these brothers or sisters or brethren of mine you did it for me. That's the sacrifice. And that's the right mindset. Get your mind right. Are we doing all these things really for each other? Ultimately, no. We're doing them for God. Amen. We're doing them to please God. We're doing them because we're following in the footsteps of Jesus. Right? That's what sacrifice and service is all about. Work with me, brethren. Work with me. I'm going to continue to work on it to get my mind right. To get myself in the right spot. Right? So I'm okay with selling grandma's truck if somebody needs it. Get your mind right. And we'll continue to do this together, right? Do not go worrying doing good for the proper time. We'll reap the harvest. If we do not give up. Don't give up. Thanks for listening.
3: Thanks once again for listening.